You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And uh, we'll, I guess, get right into college football unless you have anything else. Well, an exciting thing happened as I was looking through different things. Um, we just hit the two-year mark of doing Sports and Corks. So for all the folks who've been listening for the last two years, thank you. We've been having fun with it. Even especially with last year being what it was. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> Time <Right>? flies. <laughs> yeah. We passed it like two weeks ago. And I'm like, as I was like looking at all the college football stuff, I'm like, oh, we started this for college football. What day did we start? We started uh, in like August of 2019. So a lot of college football that has happened since then. It's been a roller coaster of f- college football, in fact. But very happy to be back to kind of a quote-unquote normal college football season after, again, last season being what it was. Yeah, it's so it's crazy to watch on TV. I'm just like, the stands are packed. People are going crazy. feels a little surreal. Right? And, it, like, you just don't hear about everything going on as much. It's just like, oh, this football game is happening, and this is how it is. And, like, some of the stands are not super full. I guess it depends on where the school is. Yeah, that's true. And true, true, true. I mean, in Texas, so I went to Barton Springs, being the basic Austin night that I am on Saturday instead of going down to the tailgate. But it sounds like a lot of people went to the Texas tailgate. And of course, there are no laws in this state. So I don't think there was any mask mandate or anything, but things were back to normal, normal here in Austin for football. Yeah, to be expected, I suppose. I mean, yeah, football is like everything. I saw so many people and like folks who went to A&M or A&M fans in general that live in Austin drove to College Station. Um, Baylor played against Texas State. So for reference for folks who are not familiar with Texas geography, Baylor's in Waco, which is like an hour and a half north of Austin. And then Texas State is in San Marcos, which is like a 35, 45 minute drive from Austin. And so there's a lot of football just up and down the I-35 corridor down here. And so that happened. Um, And just like football was normal. It was happening. People were there. And of course, like, again, being in Texas, uh, it's not like there's an indoor football field for college football here. So um, I guess that's a positive thing when it comes to, covid stuff and very fortunately it'll be warm for a long time here for football season so they've they've gone all out with tailgating and everything that's fun it is i've been to a tailgating (laughs) well two years i guess yeah same And, and so i'm like oh i can't wait to go to like a tailgate and just like walk around and eat a corn dog like it's my favorite thing about going to any sporting event is if there's a corn dog like I, of course I love the sport but um I look forward to the corn dog and like a tall boy more than anything um love that yeah for you. yeah yeah it's it's a dream afternoon evening and we have reached that time of the year so getting into it uh, there was one upset that I was very shocked about this. I'm sure everyone was, hence yeah. it being an upset. But Montana beating 20th ranked Washington. Not a good look for a hut for the Huskies. Uh, very low scoring game. The Grizzlies won 13 to seven. 
Um, my parents were very much not happy because they both went to Montana State. And, like, anyone who went, I mean, people, there are obviously in-state rivalries, like, every state. But people who went to Montana State hate, like, the University of Montana and vice versa. Like, it is a very strong rivalry. There's a lot of anger towards each other, you know. So, uh, yeah, that just, like, fuels the the U of M fans, I'm sure. But. <laughs> That's, I love a good in-state rivalry, but is there's more back and forth than, like, the Colorado-Colorado State in-state rivalry? I think it's definitely a lot more intense. Okay, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that. I think but part also. of it's just that, like, there are no professional sports in Montana. So, like, if people want to latch onto a team, like, these are the teams that they latch onto. <laughs> yeah. So, there's just a lot more people invested, I think, across. Well, population wise, it's Montana, <laughs> a lot smaller state. But you get what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. 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 So, yikes. Uh, U of M also has like a problematic past with their football team, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a, not a great day to be a Huskies fan, definitely, but hopefully they bounce back. They have a great stadium, beautiful stadium, yeah, you know, amazing city. So they yeah. they'll be fine. Yeah, it was just a bad matchup that day. It was it was a you know it's been a re- weird year and a half. They were like wait football, so I'm sure they'll bounce back and they'll be. They'll need to be pretty strong in the Pac-12. I'm, I'm hoping the Pac-12 is just a strong conference this year. I think they need it more than the usual they need it. But, like, the Pac-12 needs it extra to have their teams really showing up. So, hopefully this was just a, a bad matchup to start the season. Yes, hopefully. And then Notre Dame played F- Florida State. I was going to say FSU, but that's so weird to say because Florida State uh, – it was a tight game. Uh, it, they came back in overtime. And so Notre Dame won that 41 to 38. I really thought Florida State was going to win this. Like, as I'm thinking about it, so it was on Sunday evening. It was weird to watch college football on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, oh, like, Florida State's going to pull this out. It's going to be great. Uh, I, I had no skin in the game. I don't care about either of these teams, if I'm going to be completely honest. But I'm like, oh, what a fun like game. And it was high scoring. Um, I learned a fun fact that people who are USC fans hate Notre Dame. Like, there, there we go. Um, and so I'm just like, whatever. But it was, it was good to have a game like that. But also... I'm wondering if this game is going to put either of these teams in a place where people are like, Ooh, are they really good? It was kind of like, you know, Miami was ranked and I'm like, how's Miami ranked? I'm wondering if that'll happen. I mean, the rankings are made up and don't mean a ton until the end of the season. Yeah. True. So two teams to maybe watch out for just based off that, but that could have been two not great teams duking it out who knows i i doubt that that's the case and then um boise state played thursday night i really thought that they were going to win against um central florida and yeah, then 
it was a it was a bummer. I watched most of the game and then had to go to bed. And oh, West Coast sports needed Boise State to win. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool, but that, it would have been day. great. Yeah, and like Boise State will be playing out of the conference, like a non-conference game again this week. I think it's like not a super challenging matchup, but I mean, they're playing UTEP who they beat like a power five. No, they didn't beat a power five team. Just kidding. I was thinking of UTSA who beat Illinois. And so it's not like the big redemption that we need from Boise state, but I think that they'll still be in the running to win the mountain West. Yeah. So it's fine. It was a close enough game that no one's going to be like, Boise State is a trash team. Um, or at least anyone who has actually watched Boise State, I guess. Because I know that there are people who <laughs> kind of sleep on group of five teams. And they're like, they're really not that good. Like, they, if they were good, they'd be in a Power Five conference. And it's like, well, if thing the, with the realignment, Boise State not could be going easy. in that direction. Yeah. yeah. We won't know, but they if any team were to leave the Mountain West, it would be them. We'll see. Yeah. So that was kind of the the bigger matchups of the weekend where it was like notable. Um with the I mean, of course there was the Clemson Georgia game, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything to get too excited about. And I think when we get more into conference games, I think that'll change it for teams like Georgia and Clemson, Alabama, you know, beat the brakes off of the team they played. Like, it's just not for the SEC. This is not their time to shine. Um, This is their time to get those early W's. So then this upcoming weekend, I'm really excited for the rematch of Oregon and Ohio State. Yeah, me too. Those will be... That'll be a fun game. They're both fun teams to watch. Um, There were also some, like, kind of close games last week, too. Oregon, since we're talking about Oregon. Um, I mean, you know, the Mountain West uh, (laughs) put up a fight there for a minute. Fresno State. Um, Oklahoma only beat Lane by five points. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And it was in... Norman and then uh Virginia Tech upset North Carolina. I think those yeah, are Mac Brown. He's trying to turn it around. That's not how you turn it around, Mac Brown. <laughs> not good. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah, jumping to this week, uh that's my game of the week. We're in Ohio State. Very, very excited to watch that. It's a, it's a strong it's a morning game one. too, which is fun. It'll be very fun. I'll watch it as I get ready for the wedding that I'm in on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm very excited to watch this one, or as much of it as I can. Um, I'm excited that Texas A&M's playing Colorado. Yeah, that should be interesting. Interesting is that, a very nice word to say. <laughs> like that meme, or not meme, that gif of uh, Miranda Cosgrove from iCarly with the old, like, the really outdated-looking Coke can. Where she's like, yep. except she's like, interesting. Yeah, the, this game will be interesting. 
Uh, and by that, Colorado's probably going to get blown out of the water. But but it's in Boulder. No, it's in Denver. Oh, it's in Denver. It's, Dang it. It's in Colorado. It is in Colorado, yeah, obviously. But uh, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, but. I mean, the fans same. will definitely show up and be loud, but. Well, so will the A&M they, fan. Yeah, true. But if, I don't know. If they don't score early and, like, keep it interesting early, it's going to be a long game. It, yeah, it's going to get away from them really quick. The good thing is Colorado has a – their head coach is still new. I don't super count last season for much for a lot of coaches because it was weird. Um, so this season I still will be like, you know, if he plays A&M and they get on the board, that's great. As long as they don't get shut out, like, that's a good starting point for a team that's in the SEC. Now, if Colorado wins – that would just be like getting ice cream for breakfast. It's so great. It's so exciting. <laughs> Haven't actually ever had ice cream for breakfast. Um, I have because I have no self-control. But it'd be like someone actually saying, like, here, have this ice cream. Because it'd be like, oh my gosh, you get to start the day with my favorite thing. And, you know, I, not that I have anything against Texas A&M. Like, I live in Texas it's fun to like poke fun at the different Texas teams, but like it'd just be good to see a Pac-12 team get a win against an SEC team that's like middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that'll be either very sad or very fun. Hoping it'll be a very fun game, a good matchup, and I don't know what a. What more of a beautiful place could you play than Denver? Like, much prettier than College Station, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And then the Air Force-Navy game, I included that just because it's, like, one of those fun... It's not the super intense rivalry, but, like, that's a fun rivalry game. Yeah, people definitely get fired up about that. Yeah. I, I'm hoping Air Force wins, of course, but... it. It could be a fun, fun game. You know, I grew up near them. Sure. Didn't really care, but now I'm like, yeah, I want the Mountain West to thrive. And the Air Force team is never just like terrible. Mm-hmm. So I have hope. I hope that they can win. And then <laughs> I threw this in here, the Texas-Arkansas game, okay. because I think this will be a good test for Texas to see if mm-hmm. they can hang with, like, a lower-rung SEC team. Sorry any Arkansas fans who are listening, but, like... they're only favored by a touchdown, so... Yes. So it's a good opportunity to show that, like, Texas is not just, like, blowing the Big 12 off. Now, if they can just, like, blow out Arkansas, great. I I still don't love that Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC... But it's less of like, okay, you did it only for the money. You did it to like go into a conference that's like more competitive in terms of football. We'll see. If Texas gets blown out by Arkansas, ooh, tough look, my guys. Yep. Tough time to be a Longhorn. I mean, the Texas fans won't care either way. They're still headed to the SEC. And then our first Pac-12 after dark. Yes. Stanford, USC. Pac-12 after dark game. Same. I mean, USC is ranked. 
Stanford is not. But that could mean some fun times. The Stanford team might be able to pull out a win against USC here. Private California school versus private California school. A match of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that sound. It's like, my dad drives a BMW. My dad drives an Aston Martin. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll have to say, it goes up to like all these, di- or like, a, my father drives a Rolls Royce. And then there's one that I like. don't even know what kind of car it is because um, I'm normal. I'm a normal, average, middle-class American. Like, cars? What is this? So that's – sorry to just absolutely drag both teams through the mud in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, both weren't both involved in that scandal with – uh, for sure USC was with, yeah. like, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Yeah, USC definitely was. I- I think you're right. So, you know, it's not like too far off the point. Either way, it's going to be a fun game because the Pac-12 teams, Pac-12 after dark, always a good time, Saturday evening. And then do you have any other games before I give this throwaway game to everyone? Um, Nope, I think that's, I think you covered it. Uh, Wyoming plays Northern Illinois. So for our Wyoming fans and listeners, they'll be playing Saturday at Northern Illinois. Hopefully they get the W. I was worried they were going to lose to Montana State, but only a little bit, like when Montana State scored first. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who cares about the Mountain West, keep them in your prayers. And then I... The game that I feel like I cannot forget because it's college game day's game. Um, the Iowa State versus Iowa game. The Cyhawk game. That is my game of the week, but it's also the big one of the big games. It'll be Saturday afternoon. Uh, Iowa State is in the Big 12. Iowa is in the Big 10. And so there's just a lot of, and especially with all this like realignment stuff, like all this stuff is coming up. And then usually they have their normal banter. Banter is a light word for what they have. It's very rude (laughs) on both sides, but should be fun. It should be a fun game. So I think of any of the games this week, if you're going to watch a, a big rivalry game, watch the Cyclone-Hawkeye uh, game. Uh, I think it's about sums up college football. It does. In it's a, not a huge in a week. quick little yeah. <laughs> nutshell. But, uh, some good teams. Yeah. So uh, the NFL is also starting this week, week one of the regular season. Um, Thursday, first game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Thinking the Bucks are going to get that one. Yeah, I think so too. I hope not, but I think they are. And yeah, full full slate of games. Excited for the NFL to be back as well. Gives me something to do on Sundays when there's like nothing else going on. <laughs> How are you Ladies feeling about your something. Seahawks? Um, the preseason was really not good, but 
It's fair. But I think we're going to be okay. I think it'll be okay. Okay. I kind of prefer like flying under the radar a little bit (laughs) and then like exceeding expectations. Yeah, I get that. Than the other way around. So I always operate, like I always feel that way about things. Uh, But we'll see. I get that. I, I mean, feel that. I feel like with Russell Wilson as your quarterback, you're going to be decent every year. Correct. Decent, at least. As long as he has the pieces around him. That's the, that's the thing, yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess is what I would say. I think you said that last year also. <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. As long as we get a playoff game. Ideally, like, two, I'm happy. But that might be a little wishful thinking. We'll see. I think it'll happen. Seahawks are usually, like, solid. Let's see. They're odds to win the Super Bowl. I love the game of odds. Hmm. Looking good. Looking mediocre. Looking. Uh, well, I mistyped and I did NFC West. Or I, I accidentally hit the wrong um, automatic uh, suggestion thing. Okay, odds to win the Super Bowl. Ooh, that's not looking good. But Ooh. that's not surprising. The Buccaneers have the best odds. Then the Rams, Packers, Niners, Seahawks are plus. Well, it depends on what set you go to. Um, DraftKings has them at... Uh, Plus 2,500. <laughs> but everywhere else that I can see has them like 1,400. And the buck, Bucks are 350, Rams are, or Bucks are 300, Rams are 550. So we'll see. Not expecting them to win a Super Bowl by any means, but a playoff appearance would be nice. No one expected the New York Giants to win a Super Bowl and they won it no, twice against the Patriots. I believe. <laughs> With Eli. With Eli Manning, of all people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, also been seeing a lot of WNBA on TV. Oh, yeah. And the Connecticut Sun is now, like, more favored to win, like, the championship. But their defense is just performing incredibly well. So if you are a basketball fan and you want to see good defense, look no further than the WNBA. Do not look at the NBA. (laughs) I mean, not to be rude to the NBA. It is not a game of defense there. So good to see that. And they even like challenged the Los Angeles or the Las Vegas aces. So it's, they're a good team to be following right now. All of them are fun to watch, though. So if you're missing basketball, it's on TV. You can watch the WNBA. There you go. No excuse. It's true. It's very true. I mean, I had a friend who is, I think is still a ref, and they're like, yeah, if I want to like actually pay attention to technique, I watch women's basketball. Like, there it is. There it is. Same with like women's soccer. If you want to watch someone not flop all the time, watch women's soccer. If you want to watch lots of flopping and good acting, they're actors. Yes. Watch men's soccer. 
Ooh, might, might come under fire with some people for that comment. <laughs> um, I mean, I welcome it. I'd, I'd okay. love to hear what people have to say because, like, it's not just me saying this. It is literally anyone who's watched men's soccer. You can watch some very good flops. True. There's no, there's no shame in that game. It's just part of the game. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I mean, speaking of hot takes, what's your hot take of the year? Or the, the oh, day. The I don't know. I don't think this one is this good. Oh, uh, oh my gosh. Of the week. Your hot take of the week. Of the week. Well, <laughs> as you know, because I've been DMing you things, yes. um, I'm very excited for Ed Sheeran's upcoming album release. Um, Same. He, like the first, the first single, Bad Habits, is like a super catchy song. It's great. Uh, oh, the I don't know, just like the instrumentals on it too, like the production of it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he released another one called Visiting Hours, which if you for some reason find yourself wanting to cry, go listen to the song. Um, yeah, because it is incredibly sad. It's very yep. good, very sad. Um, but I saw on TikTok he put out like a teaser for his newest song that's coming out on Friday. It's called Shivers, and it is like seems like it's also going to be very catchy um but my hot take is that i'm calling this album for album of the year grammys whatever award show you want to pick it's going to be very good wow having listened to two songs (laughs) yeah man we'll have to revisit this when the full album's out to see if you still feel the same so excited I'm excited also for this album. It's been like four years since he put out a full album. Yeah, it's been... I think four. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, because um, Divide came out when we were in grad school. Yeah, so yeah. But anyways, what is your hot take of the um, week? It also is music related. It probably is the hot take of the year. Oh okay. my gosh, because... This is what people, they're not going to be upset about the take about men's soccer players. They're going to be upset that Certified Loverboy is just not that good. Um, I mean, I'm sure other people agree, but man, I was not expecting a a straight album of wallpaper music. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Um, Like... Oh, I I mean, I listened to the whole thing, and I was just like, is this over yet? Like, I kept looking at my phone to see what, like, how far down the album I was. Oh, and it's and, so long. And it, Yeah, it's long. And I was just like, the songs almost kind of blended together, too. Like, yep. I didn't really, there wasn't a single song that I liked even close enough to, like, add it to a playlist or anything. I was like, this all sounds very generic. Yeah. It just sounded like another rap album, and I feel like it was a lot worse than some of his previous stuff, but I don't know, maybe we're just not like rap connoisseurs enough to understand like what makes it cool and Uh, unique and good. I don't know. I don't know if you'd have to be a rap connoisseur to be like, (laughs) this is a great album. No, I know it does. If you like Kendrick. Stylistically, acoustically, whatever. I was just like, this doesn't sound like anything new to me. 
yeah, it sounds like his other music and it just is like very ho-hum. Yeah. It's like <laughs> super. And like, if you listen to some of the lyrics, it's just like, wow, you're going to continue to empower these guys who are just like awful. Like. The, oh. the Drake bros. The Drake bro. That's the nice word to say it. The yeah. Drake bros are going to feel like, yeah, he gets me. He talks about how he just like has never been in love. But like, yes, because he needs to go to therapy. <laughs> he needs therapy and he needs to respect women. He does not. The lyrics like tell you that he does not. And so all these other dudes who are Drake bros are going to be like, no, that's not it. And it's like, uh, are you sure? Do you- you just feel like it gives you a pass for your bad behavior when you go out to the club. <laughs> and that's on God. Like I don't know if that's using their- <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh. So I haven't listened to the Kanye album yet, but I'm, I don't think it'll be a hot take to say if I don't like that one. Um, I was sent an NPR article that was just like, this is just not good. And like, also, yikes, Kardashian posted, I don't know, did you see this? Do you know where uh-uh. I'm going with this? Okay, this is great. You'll love this. She apparently posted on her Instagram story, like, screenshots of her, quote-unquote, listening to the album. And in the screenshots, the volume is at zero. Like, she, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, a couple different songs. And she just, like, took screenshots of, like, you know, it playing on, like, Spotify or whatever with the name of the song. But her volume is at, like, nothing when she took the screenshot. Oh. So it's kind of funny. But, it's. Um, yeah i've not heard great things and it sounds at least like what i've read he is kind of scattered as he's making these things and so that just doesn't end up with like a fully fleshed out idea and it's just like a mess but uh kanye once had greatness he was doing great with his music same with drake when I listen to old drake music i'm like oh my gosh yes this is so fun and so good and now it's just like I don't know. Sterile. It's sterile rap. Mm-hmm. But we'll hear it everywhere we go out for the next eight months. Yep. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. So, anyways, as we come up on another weekend of college football, what will you be drinking? Um, I'm, well, I'm not sure, but this past weekend, uh, I tried a new red. Well, it's a cap. Of, um, called bread and butter. Ooh, uh, yeah, I like their whites. Oh, you do? Okay, I've never seen it before. Um, but I don't know. It just was. I picked it up and I looked on the back and it was like mocha, vanilla, raspberry, and I was like, sounds great. Like this is exactly yeah. everything that I always like. Has like these flavor profile, whatever this flavor profile. So I got it. It was good. Uh, it's good. Like. I don't know. I think it was like $12. At Trader Joe's? Oh, I did not get it at Trader Joe's. But um, it probably is cheaper at Trader Joe's, to be honest. They definitely have it at Trader Joe's. It's a small liquor store, and their prices are always a little bit higher. But, um, yeah, it's good. Recommend. Um, Even though it's still like 90 degrees here, it's not really turning to fall yet. But um, we can still have reds. So what about you? Just because it's not quite fall doesn't mean people aren't treating it like it's fall as of September 1st. I mean, now you can get pumpkin spice everything. You can get fall everything. Um, But my drink of choice, because it's 100 degrees, 
is the Simpler Wines at Trader Joe's. You can get a little four-pack for $5, and they are perfect for a pool day. They have it in peach. I like the peach flavor and the original flavor, and they're pretty light. But if you have too many, they will knock you over. Kind of like White Claws. You have too many, you get overserved. it's a bad time. <laughs> mm. Sounds good, though. Yeah, and they're, like, really little. They they are a perfect, I would say, like, you get... And because they're cheap, they're perfect. Like, oh, I'm going to go hang out and get the last bit of time at the pool I can for the next couple mm. weeks. They're really good for that. Well, that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any personal plugs this week? Um, I don't think so. I have a bigger than sports, but do you have any... Anything? Um, I do have just like check out the Tailgate Society podcast articles as we're really ramping up and getting back into like all of the sports being on. Um, lots of content is coming out, so be sure to check it out. We're pretty funny and we're fun people. If you don't believe me, check out all of us on Twitter. Also, very funny. <laughs> I mean, half of us right now are. Very deep in that Cyhawk game. But other than that, come check us out. So what's your bigger than sports? Well, there are a couple. Um, one of them, Leonard Fournette, who plays for the Buccaneers but was born in New Orleans, went to LSU. He um, is going to put up $100,000 for uh, hurricane relief efforts in New Orleans, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, something you sent as well – uh, Steph and Aisha Curry are like creating a scholarship that is called the Curry Family Women's Athletics Initiative, which um, will help basically close the gap in inequity between men's and women's sports. Women's and men's sports, I guess I should say. Women should probably go first in that sentence. Uh, but just a, a cool initiative thing to do. We love to see it. We really do. We love to see the Currys. Oh, it makes sense. You know, they're very active in their... They have daughters. They have daughters. They shouldn't do it just because they have daughters, no, but, but they're also very active in, like, their communities. They're always doing stuff. Like, man. So it's cool that they set up this fund. And then again with, like, Leonard Fournette, just, like, donating a lot of money towards um, hurricane relief in New Orleans. That's again, good to see people like giving back to their community and just focusing on that. I've seen a lot of good stuff when it comes to people donating to New Orleans and just kind of helping there. It's nice to see people kind of coming out of their own head space, whatever to like go help others. So that was a very encouraging to see, especially after the last, you know, couple months. Definitely, yeah. But that's all I've got for sports. We have a lot of like college football stuff that's coming up that y'all hear about. Do you have any anything else? Nope, I think that's it. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you soon about all the things college football. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.